Hey everybody, welcome to season 4 of What's IGN Crushing On? I'm Karen Walby-Solomon and I'm your host and we're here to talk about what's hot in pop culture. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 12 of season 4. Today's episode is sponsored by Syntec. Syntec is a technology company that sources and distributes industry-leading products and brands from around the world. Today it's a it's the Leanne and Karen Roadshow once again. And as I've said, we are joined by Leanne Philipson. How are you doing, my girl? Hello, my girl. I'm good. How are you? Did you have a good Easter? I had a great Easter. Um, I got one Easter egg. Um, but <laughs> Sad face. From my sister. <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm upset. I'm my parents' youngest child and I should be getting Easter eggs for as long as they are alive. So I... <laughs> So now my mom, it's um, it's past Easter now, and as we are recording, and my mom is going to go buy me a makeup Easter gift because I've been complaining for the past <laughs> day or so. So <laughs> never be said that I'm not a spoiled brat, but <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, we have a fun show today because so many of our faves have good news and and we just wanted to discuss that for with you guys so yeah so let's get into it firstly our girl Brittany announced that she is pregnant um, we we've spoken about Brittany quite a bit on the show especially when she was going through a conservatorship and as she was trying to get out of it and one of the big things that came mm-hmm. out of the year in which she spoke was that she had to be on birth control and she wasn't allowed to have children. So, you know, as she's getting into this new free stage of her life, I'm so glad that she's like able to make this choice for herself. You know, mm. she she chose to want, I mean, well, she said it was a bit of a surprise, but she looks insanely happy about it. Like a couple of months ago, she said she was engaged to her um, fiancé, Sam Asghari, and now they're expecting a baby, and and I'm so happy for her. I know. I think it's just that thing of, like, we've all kind of walked this journey with her. So if you mm. if you are in this, like, age grade, <laughs> age range, you know, like, you, mm. you, you, you did your danced choreography to Britney songs. You were there for the journey. You were at crossroads with her. Um, and then you kind of saw the... the crazy Britney inverted commas you saw the conservatorship and like you walked this journey for her to be free and so her announcing her pregnancy was just such a celebration of like yay we did it she's done it like she's come through Mm -hmm. so much and so for her to get this little bit of happiness is just really really cool especially in a time when the world's still the world being chaotic and crazy and yeah I, I really love that this episode is all about celebrating the people who are on their comeback tours. <laughs> <laughs> so Brittany obviously has two sons already, Sean Preston, who's like 16, and Jaden, who's 15, by Kevin Federline. 
And now um, I just, you know, now it's like with her, it's like a new journey. You know, the, mm. they were pre-conservatorship and now this is post-conservatorship. But um, I know, I've been seeing people on Instagram, like, like guessing as to the sex of the baby. I don't know how long she's been, pre- I don't know, I might have missed this news, how long she's been pregnant for. But the fact that people are already like kind of guessing as to like what sex the baby is, it's like, is it not too early for that? But um, it's very early. I also find it interesting, like the conversations around people having children. So I haven't seen people trying to guess the sex of like Rihanna's baby. So like, why would we be doing <laughs> it for Britney? Like, odd. I think because of the reason why maybe for Britney is because during the conservative show, people were so, people were always looking for clues in her Instagram, like clues that she wasn't doing well. And now they just like haven't stopped looking for clues. And now that she's like sharing freely, they they have nothing to guess about. And they're like, oh, now this is a new mystery for us. And so it's like, oh, she has a bikini on that's blue and white. So it has to be a boy. No, but she posted a painting of ballerinas. So it has to be a girl. Oh, but then, you know. Like Taylor Swift stands yeah. that are leading into yeah, things yeah, yeah. that don't exist for the sake of, yeah, 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 got you. But I would like to say, like, I mean, okay, I don't know how Britney is, but I mean, I feel like that's kind of like outdated ideas of what is boy and what is girl. You know, maybe ballerinas also could signify a boy. Maybe blue could also signify a girl. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that blue was for girls. Wasn't it like as mm. recent as like the 18th or 19th century? So, screw your gender constructs. But I just hope that, you know, this time around, that the paparazzi gives Britney some space, basically. Mm. That she can raise it. Because I remember when Jaden and Sean were, were young, like, they were, I constantly saw those children's faces. That's why, like, after the conservatorship, when you saw them and they're, like, big men, and you're like, yo, these boys, we have, you know, like, I feel like I knew them, like, they were my friend's child because we saw Britney yeah. so much in the media so I just hope that you know she has this time especially because I don't know if she's going to be making new music I know she's going to be writing a book but mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to be making new music but I mean like so she'll writing a book you know she'll be at home whereas music you know you have to be in studio you have to tour so she'll have time to spend with her child and with her husband and not have that constant public scrutiny and I'm also kind of glad for Instagram because she's kind of taking the uh, the the news out of that kind of like paparazzi culture, even though it's not as bad as it was in the early 2000s. But like they, you know, she's announcing her pregnancy. Mm. She's, you know, she's taking, she's sharing what she wants to share. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm glad that she kind of has that kind of like, you know, ownness now of her own story. Yeah, I think that's the wonderful thing about social media. Like you've seen so many stars being able to control the narrative. So it's mm. not waiting for the press to get to get the scoop. It's kind of them saying, this is my story. Here's where we're at. I'm announcing stuff when I want to announce it. Like there might be mm. speculation. But if, like I know if I see a, a story out there and it's someone who has social media, generally I'll go find their social media almost like to verify it because if it's Mm. something big like a pregnancy or an engagement if they haven't said it I'm not going to believe people magazine anymore necessarily um so yeah I I I do think that's a positive change over time Mm. so really really happy for her controlling her narrative yeah 
Yeah, and I, yeah, I hope that you know this new era, this the Britney in the forties, in her forties, will be a healthy and happy era for her. I mean, she deserves it. She's given us so mm. much bops. She's given us so much iconic moments that you know she deserves. She deserves. She deserve. She deserves to live her life the way that she wants to now. And very, very. Um, very happy for Britney. Congratulations. I know you don't listen to this podcast, but if you do happen to come across it, congratulations, Britney and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> talking about stars. Yeah, I thought she was married because she was talking about like husband and then she was like, no, she's not married yet. Yeah, I feel like she would have posted if they'd gotten, like she would have done the, like a picture uh, or something on her Instagram. Sometimes I think okay, it weird. I mean, I suppose if you if you've been together for as long as they have, and if you really made the commitment, sometimes mm. eh, same same but different. <laughs> so in in other news, um, the other big news that happened over the last week or so was that J Lo and Ben Affleck have gotten engaged again. Um, Jennifer, <laughs> I love Jennifer this for them. Too. Benefit 2.0. And um, as you know, listeners of the podcast, we were very pro Benefit when they got together. And it's just, it's very romance novelly for me. And I love it. I'm eating this shit up with two hands and a knife and a fork and everything in every utensil. This is the rom com. This is kind of the rom com you deserve. It's a very adult rom com. <laughs> it's very yeah. like. You know, the timing wasn't right. We went our separate ways. Now we're back together. And everything is the cheese you expect it to be. Mm. And I love that. So, like, it's it's amazing. The fact that it wasn't a grand proposal. It wasn't, like, this mm. big thing. It was just her in her favorite place, which apparently is a bubble bath. The bath. Um, <laughs> um um, and and the ring is gorgeous. And then I saw something where she was saying, like, because green is, like, her lucky color. No wonder she loved that green. Was it Versace dress? <laughs> she, like, lived in. Um, but, yeah, the green green is a lucky color. And so the fact that he got a green diamond is just, yeah, very sweet and touching and beautiful. Mm. Oh, man, I was so happy for them. And, like, I think we've spoken about this on the podcast before, but someone on TikTok was like combing through a biography, her autobiography, and was like, Ben Affleck is the love of her life. Like, there's no man that she has loved like Ben. And, mm. and like, you know, for them to find each other again. And in her post, oh, she said, The romantic thing I could ever imagine, just a quiet night at home, two people promising to always be there for each other, two very lucky people who got a second chance at true love. And I was like, oh, true love. Like, that is. And um, when they got back together, um, Pia, my cousin, and I, Pia is like, she's been a benefit stand. Hard. Since they, yeah, Die like hard since they broke up, stand. even when they were married to other people, she was, no, they're going to find each other again. And um, we were listening to her album where, that she made about Ben, like after they broke up. And there's a song called Dear Ben about how much she loves him and stuff like that. And as she announced the engagement, she that song was playing in the background. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, layers on layers on layers, talking about like realizing. But oh, I just I mean, I love love. 
And somebody on, on Twitter said, so many years of watching Bold and the Beautiful has prepared me for this. <laughs> <laughs> you have 30 years of watching Bold and the Beautiful. But he honestly, yes, oh, man, it's just, I'm like, oh, Ben and Jen, I'm just so glad you found each other. Like, I hope that this works out. Like, I really hope that this is it for both of them. Um, mm. I think so. I mean, they've both, they both seem to have grown and matured and done the work on themselves and in the lives around them. And I do think like based on, I, I do find it fascinating because I think it was like a month ago. I can't remember. There was definitely like a thing where Jen was like, oh, we're not rushing into marriage. Like we've done that before. Mm. I've done it before. I'm not trying to like get married immediately. So like, I really thought it would have taken more time for them to get here just based on those comments. But it just goes to show that like they're, they're approaching things with a much more, thought out view so it's not just like I'm in love I'm going to do this thing Mm. it's like yes we're in love but there are other things to consider there's logistics there's planning there's whether or not this is the smart choice and so I do think like when when you're doing that um in between all the love stuff it's kind of a good a good space to be I just always worry because they're like such big stars both of them and it stresses me out, like, when a couple are both big. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's one big one and there's, like, a little one. I'm always like, okay, that, that's okay for me. It's but, also so fas- fascinating because, like, the stars win. I mean, it's is slightly off topic. But you can always – it's always so problematic when you see couples where one's big and one's little and then, like, the roles reverse and then all of a sudden there are issues. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, well, they're both oh, small, no. and then one goes up, and then and the other one doesn't. And then balance. like, I always think like when it's fa- like if fame is if, if that is fame wise, and then you have to have balance in something else. Like someone else has to be richer, or the other person has to be <laughs> like smarter, or something like that. Like or like yeah. a really good person. Like you got to be like George Clooney and like Amal Clooney. George is obviously more famous because he's the actor. But Amal is, like, this world-renowned, like, human rights lawyer who's, like, been saving people around the world. She's, like, a real-life superhero. So, for me, that's equally yoked. Because, like, he is, you know, they both have that sort of same level. Um, So, like, you know, they both don't need to be as famous. I think it's always, I mean, I think it's always difficult if you're going to be in the same career. So, like, Mm -hmm. I always remember, and I don't know why this couple always comes to mind, but for me, like, Chad Lowe and Hilary Swank. I mean, they were both like young actors making it. They both had like, um, well, like child actor type things. And they grew up and they fell in love and they got married. And then she became a lot more, you know, renowned and famous than him. And then it caused friction mm. in their marriage. I mean, I don't know if that's the reason that it caused friction. Maybe someone cheated. I don't know. But I'm saying like, for me, it's like, it's always tough when they like come from the same, you know, your same career because you're always going to be competing against one another. Yes. Whereas like, whereas like Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness, who's like a makeup artist and she's just loving her life. And she like, I just, I, I just love them together. I don't know why. Like, I know nothing about her other than she's his wife, but she's always so like, like, so confident in herself, like, in the, um, mm-hmm. like, she would, somebody about being lucky about being married to him once in the red carpet, and she's, like, lucky? He's a lucky one. And I'm, like, you yeah. right, girl. You right. <laughs> and, like, it's people that have their own, 
the own, own stuff yeah, going on. Sorry, the story, the story of the two of them getting together is so sweet. Have you seen the mm. interview where he talks about it? Because they basically, she was in theater and she was a lot older than him and they were, mm. well, not a lot, but she was a little bit older than him and they were doing like, they were acting alongside each other and he had the biggest crash on her, but he knew he couldn't like do anything about it because being professional, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then when they finally get together and just the way he speaks about it is just like, oh, mm. so cute. <laughs> it is like, it, um, no, I, I, I do love them a lot. So like for me, it's like, I always get a bit nervous when there's people with, with so much demand on them as, as both Ben and Jennifer mm. do. I do think but, they've gotten a lot better at like controlling, controlling what gets said about them. So like, in terms of, of, and I think, I mean, we alluded to this earlier, like how much you allow the paparazzi to see you. So they mm-hmm. have been a lot more private. They have been a lot more cautious around what they, when they're willing to be photographed, when they're willing to be out in public. The fact that she like broke the news in her newsletter, I think it was, before before the video or whatever so you you can see that like I think because they're taking those steps to protect themselves and their family from the scrutiny that's probably going to be a a, a much healthier decision so I think like and I do think like they've kind of moved into different spaces a little like Mm. so there isn't that competing like they may have been when they were younger when they were still trying to do stuff you know they kind of settled in who and what they are in the industry and they also don't have those demands of like, oh, we need money because <laughs> they have money. They don't have to worry about, are they going to have kids because they both have quite a bit of kids. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Like there's no like there's no demands, no, no extra demands. So maybe they can work with the public demands because they, you know, they... They, they can just be in love them. and live their best retired life if they want to. Do you know what I mean? Like they can travel mm. the world and be on yachts and go shopping and do things here and there because they feel like it, not because they have to, which is vibes, bro. Vibes. Respect, man. All our love and respect to J-Lo and and Ben (laughs) Affleck. It's really like, you know, Britney's in the conversation. It's like 2002 again. Britney's like big in the conversation. Ben and and J-Lo are together again. I remember there was rice things. There was a picture of okay. Lona's jeans. Oh my god! I didn't say they're making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for like Von Dutch. Although didn't Von Dutch also come back? Oh, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I remember when when Britney was was in the zeitgeist, like with a with a conservatorship and winning. And then it was around the same time that Paris Hilton was getting married. And there was a tweet yeah. of like Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, and Lindsay Lohan because Lindsay Lohan's also on her comeback with her new Netflix rom com movie. Uh, coming out end of this year, right? I think so. Anyway. Um, and it was just like, oh, all the 2000s babies are like on the rise again, like doing their thing. And it's really, really cool. I'm like, I'm so happy to see everyone that we've kind of journeyed with each getting their, their happy ending and finding their peace and happiness, like despite the chaotic times of of mm. their lives. I think the only one I'm still waiting for is uh, Amanda Bynes. Mm, shame. I, I was chatting to Steve about um, She's the Man yesterday because he hasn't seen it. And now we're trying to figure out where we can watch it. And I was like, nice. 
but yeah, I'm like, I'm keen to see her, her come back. Cause I think she's also fighting her conservative ship at the moment. Mm. She is. Yes. And she's, she's such a talented, like comedy actor. Like I, I miss seeing her in things. And especially now that, that Brittany is, I'm Brittany, Lindsay Lohan is, is making a comeback. I think it's, it's high time for Amanda to be out here as well. And also, like, mm. you know, Hilary Duff never left. She's girl's just been working since a child. She's just been, you know, steadily yeah. doing her thing. But I think she took, like, a mini break, like, when she was having her kids and stuff. But then she'd always pop up because she was in Younger. And then she yeah. was in, and obviously now she's in How I Met, the How I Met Your Father reboot. So, yeah, no, she's she's also thriving. I'm so happy for her. Nicole Richie, <laughs> surprisingly, because I, I don't know if I mentioned, like, I know I spoke about great news before on the podcast and how I love that show. Like Nicole Richie is one of the characters in that show and she is so funny. Like you, mm. you forget how funny she is. And so the fact that she A is also still working and B like also doing her own thing is like so fabulous like so fabulous to me. I used to watch this show on Kobe called Nikki Fresh and when she decides she's going to like become a rapper. Oh it was so funny. <laughs> And then she goes and she like pitches it to like um, Benji and and what's what's her husband's name Joel, to yeah. the Madden brothers, and then they are like <laughs> like because they're almost like the judges and they're like what what are you gonna do with this and like like questioning her <laughs> and then like, it's so funny Yo, she's so funny I like I wish I actually want to see her in more stuff as well um, yeah. She's like she's underrated actually as a as a comedic actress. I did not realize how funny she was until great news. <laughs> I was you know you know I also want to see act again is Demi Lovato like I don't know I just want to see them in things again like I don't like I loved Campbell. Is he talking to aliens and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I agree. I loved that era for them. It was a fantastic time for all of us. But yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and and any of the high school musical stars? Also, did you see our girl Vanessa at Coachella? Coachella Queen. <laughs> I love it. Her fashion. She's amazing. No, she's in her bag though with her Netflix rom coms. She she's yeah. clearly she's done her things. She's brilliant. i I've, I've I've always liked her. And I mean, Zefran's on his own journey doing <laughs> his, <laughs> yeah, Zefran's on his journey doing his, um, he had the series on Netflix where he explores like renewable resources and the planet. So I remember there were two different versions of it and it's really good. And I know he's filming another season of one of them now. So, yeah, I think, like, I love that everyone's kind of found their groove a little. Mm. Coming into their own. I always think, like, Corbin Blue and the, the girl who played, I think her name was Monique something. Mm-hmm. They played his girlfriend in High School Musical. The two of them were also in, like, a Hallmark romance, like, Christmas movie at the end of last year. And I was like, oh, man, like, they did, like, cute. a cute a TikTok, like, where they... um. You know, they show, like, couples when they were younger, like, hugging, and then they show them older doing the same thing. And they did that, and I was like, oh, man, that's adorable. So, so I don't know. Like, 
I feel like we 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 at the point where the stars that we grew up with in like the early two thousands are mature enough to be either making decisions to not be in the limelight anymore or not act or sing or that kind of thing, or they are making like decisions to hey this is how I want my career to go. Like Paris Hilton is obviously going for a more private vibe. Like mm-hmm. she's still out here, but she's not as vocal as she was before. And you know. Everyone else is like moving, like Lindsay is coming back. Everybody is doing things, but in a way that just seems right for them and not Mm -hmm. this is what the general public, like with, I think, like the whole Disney machine thing is that everybody had to be actors. Everybody had to be singers. Everybody had to do this and that. And I mean, I like that, you know, Olivia Rodrigo can be like, full-on singer i mean she could probably act too i mean she does that in high school if she wanted to yeah high school musical the musical the series or whatever it's called high school musical the series the musical i don't know i don't know (laughs) but she does it in there but i mean she could make like her proper music album zendaya can act oh man zendaya must must, must release more music though like (laughs) i still i like young zendaya's music but I mean, I know this, I'm going into the 2010s actors now and 2020s. So I'm glad that our 2000s, 00s, noughties, whatever they call it, stars are able to, you know, find their own voices because it's back in those days, it felt very like studio system y, like the way that they were, mm. were moving and that they weren't actually doing what they wanted to do. And I think that the stars now have a better chance to do what they want to do instead of what the studios want them to do. I hope so. But um, so now I'm glad that, that, you know, that so many of them are coming back and finding their voice and still choosing to do, to act, to sing, mm. to do those kind of things. So, yeah, I'm quite excited to, for what is coming next. Okay. Let's move on to crushing on. So Leanne, what have you been crushing on this last week? Once again, a chaotic week. I was on leave, so I did not really... I mean, we were traveling up to Joburg, so the, the most I got to do was uh, Imnid's Harry Potter run at 4 p.m. on most days. <laughs> I realized every day they were showing like one of the weird Harry Potter movies, and that would be like our nap time, like old people. Um, but what we did watch last night, which was actually... I haven't seen it in years, and I don't think I saw it properly, was The Terminal with Tom Hanks... Catherine Zeta-Jones, Stanley Tucci. Um, a really, really, really good movie. I think we forget, like, how good filmmaking... Okay, no, we don't forget. But filmmaking was just so good in, like, the 90s. Like, late 80s, like, into the early 90s. There's just there's so many good films that I think people should rediscover. And this is definitely one of them. It's on Netflix, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. And Tom Hanks is brilliant, as always. And just such a cool story. And what I did not know until I was watching it last night and then Steve made a comment, like, it's based on a true story of a man who lived at Charles de Gaulle for 18 years because he was stuck in a weird bureaucratic loophole. And so he couldn't leave the airport. And that's why he was stuck there. So, yeah, just just watching, watching that last night kind of reminded me I, I think we talk about 90s rom-coms a lot, but I think there are just so many other films that are really, really good that are worth checking out. So, yeah, my vote goes to The Terminal this week. How about you? So um, 
I have <laughs> I've been watching a lot of dirty dancing for for an assignment that I'm working on. So so I haven't had a chance to watch anything new and uh, I mean I suppose I should say if you haven't seen Dirty Dancing please watch Dirty Dancing. It's a feminist masterpiece. <laughs> but I've also I've been reading this book but I'm I'm only about halfway so I'm just going to promote it anyway because it's really fucking good. Oh sorry for my language. Really really good. <laughs> um and it's very very popular also so once I say the title you're going to be like Karen everybody talks about this book. So it's my first time reading it so don't judge me. But um The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by okay. Dana Jenkins Reid. Um so it's basically about this woman her name is Evelyn Hugo and she is a like an aging and reclusive actress from like the golden age of Hollywood the studio system and she offers to give this reporter like a exclusive interview and the author like I mean the author the the journalist goes there and then they just like talk about her life and she's had seven husbands and like her whole journey and it's just there's not more I can say because it's just so compelling you have to read it yourself and i i i had seen it on tiktok a lot but i was like oh there was the, the cover looked nice but it needs a like i have such a lot of books at home that i need to read that i just need to like you know i, mm-hmm. I need to get around to it but then after the oscars when jessica chastain won an oscar i just saw all these like Tweet saying like, ah, oh, in a Celia St. James era, she's never going to beat the Celia St. James allegation. I'm like, who the F is a Celia St. James? So I Googled mm-hmm. it. And then I saw it was from this book. And I and then I read more and I saw it was about old Hollywood. And if y'all know me, you know I'm obsessed with old Hollywood. So I'm like, oh, this book is so good. Apparently so good. And it's about old Hollywood. And it's about a, a mixed race journalist. I'm in. And I've been like, any free time that I'm not busy writing about dirty dancing, I am <laughs> I am reading this book. Like I went I went to for a pedicure yesterday, no Saturday, and I was like enthralled. Like the lady's asking me questions and I'm just reading the book. I'm like, I don't know what I don't know. She could have like done weird things to, uh, like <laughs> to my toes and I wouldn't have known. But if you're looking for a great book to read and a, like a, like a book that almost like how should how do I say like encompass you like like that's mm. how that's how Absolutely. thrilling yeah interesting this book is like I mean it's not like an action novel but it's like it's so compelling I was like so drawn into it then yeah it, um, it's called the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Can I ask one question? So you said you've been watching, all you've been doing is watching Dirty Dancing. How many times have you watched it in, like, what sort of time frame? I don't know. I haven't watched the whole movie a lot. So I'm, I'm, I've watched, I've, I've obviously seen the movie many, many times. I know the movie, like, very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only watch it, like, once or twice, like, once, I think, all the way through. And then I've just been skipping through specific scenes. For the scenes that you, okay. Yeah, that I'm watching. So it wasn't, like... Because in my head, when you said that, I pictured that scene from like New Girl, where Jace first like goes through the breakup, and all she does is lie on the couch and watch Dirty Dancing on repeat. <laughs> no, 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 it's not like that. I wish I, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but because it's like I, I'm, I'm working with specific scenes, I need to watch that specific scenes over and over again. So I, 
<laughs> no, yeah. I, not that I haven't not done something like that before, uh, but <laughs> but it's not like that. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week with another great episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Syntec. Syntec is a technology company that sources and distributes industry-leading products and brands from around the world. Me, you can find at Karen Walby on Instagram, at Karen Walby's with an S on Twitter, and sign up for my newsletter, Wildstreams at wildstreams.substack.com. The podcast can be found at Crushing on Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can find us at What's IGN Crushing On on YouTube, and you can find more information about this and all our other episodes on our website, crushingonpodcast.com. Send any feedback to mail at crushingonpodcast.com. And you can send us voice notes at plus two seven seven eight three six two two five six six. Join our Facebook group, Crushing On Club, where we chat about the show, celebrity news, recommendations, the whole shebang. The show is produced by me, Karen, as well as Rebecca Barchers and Leanne Philipson. The show is edited by Rebecca Barchers. Our logo was designed by Nathifa Maruf, and the show was created in partnership with IGN Africa. If you like the show, tell everyone that you can, any way that you can. Keep up to date with episodes by subscribing to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review the episodes in Apple Podcasts as it helps others to find the show. We'll be back next week with another in-depth conversation with a pop culture lover. See you then. Bye.